Welcome to episode 36 of the Off Kilter podcast, The Gut-Skin Connection. My guest today is a container of knowledge when it comes to hormones, the gut and skin. She radiates on this positive vibration that is so infectious. Kat, aka the Skin Wizard, is a very dear friend of mine and a damn good holistic dermal therapist. Kat works in Melbourne, Australia, and for over 20 years, she has supported humans to have healthier, stronger, happier skin through holistic practices and damn good skin routines. It is Kat's second time on the Off Kilter podcast. Her last episode, which was episode 23, which I'll pop in the show notes, has been my most listened to episode. Today we talk about all things gut and skin connection and she shares so many knowledge bombs on how our gut health affects our skin. My favorite quote from the episode from her was, the lining of our gut represents the lining of our skin. If I see an inflamed skin, I know I have an inflamed gut. We talk about loads. So many things are how the root of skin problems start in the gut. We talk about the mechanics of the gut, what impacts our gut, uh, what the skin is telling you about your gut health, how to support your gut, uh, and that we need to be having two poos a day. We need to be two poops a day people. Uh, and we chat about so much more. She is such a big container of knowledge. She's so generous in uh, making space and sharing this knowledge with her students and with everyone. So I really hope you enjoy this episode. There's loads of information in there. You're probably going to have to listen to it a couple of times. Take some notes. Uh, I've popped her info in my show notes. So if you want to dive in there, uh, follow her on Instagram. She posts super cool IGTV stories that are very informative about how to look after your skin and your gut and your hormones. Okay, without further ado, enjoy episode 36 with the Skin Wizard, the Gut-Skin Connection. This is the Off-Kilter Podcast. It is about breaking rules, listening to your ovaries, and coloring outside of the lines. Each week, we will connect and be in conversation about how to reignite your sexuality, feel powerfully graceful, and deeply connected to your body, all while navigating life. I am your teacher, Amy Kate Bo. All right, we're going to do it. We're going to talk about how uh, the gut and the skin connect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't planned for this. Mm-hmm. So we're, <laughs> we're going rogue. <laughs> we're going rogue. We're just going to make it up. Uh, and we're just going to talk about the gut skin connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. We're just going to dive straight into it. Yeah. Okay. So where should we start? I don't know. <laughs> so your background is nutrition, right? Yeah. So you would have done a lot of talking about this as well, I'm assuming. 
Yes. A little bit. Okay. So with our skin and our gut, they are completely connected. So that is the cool thing. And sometimes it's a blessing and a curse because what we put in our mouth definitely shows up in our skin. There is no, um, there's no surprise now. And I find my clients get so educated about this subject and they're already telling me what they did wrong because where it's showing up and how it's showing up. And I see it as a gift because it's our body's way of communicating that we need to make some positive change because whatever we're currently doing, it's not coping. And the body is so marvelously made that has an ability to self-heal, to self-correct, to balance. But sometimes it's just not able to do it with the environment you're putting it in. It's trying to put a plant in the wrong soil. It's not going to thrive. So coming back to a bit of mechanics. So obviously um, our whole digestive system has ability to take a whole food and turn that into vitamins and minerals and fats and lipids and that then nourishes all our cells and our hormones and makes everything thrive ideally. However, if you think that our gut has a feedback loop to our brain every 30 seconds through the vagus nerve. So it's literally communicating every 30 seconds. So even what the mind thinks also can have a positive or meant a positive or negative effect on the gut. So it gets so complicated, but simply being, I look at skin like apparently the lining of our gut can represent the lining of our skin. I love so that. Say that again. All right. So the lining of our gut, so the walls of our gut represent the lining of our skin. So if I see an inflamed skin, I know I've got an inflamed wall of the gut. Yeah. Okay. So if I've got an inflamed wall of the gut, that's a problem because that could lead to permeable holes, meaning leaky gut. It means that the client, when they're eating food, uh, they're not assimilating into nutrition. So if our body's predominantly made of minerals, vitamin and bacteria, it's what we're comprised of, carbon. That's what I learned the other day, <laughs> that you can take your ashes when you die and turn it into a diamond. Have you heard this? No. Yes. So because carbon... <laughs> under pressure grows a diamond, right? So there's a company somewhere in Europe that does this. So, you know, if your dead husband dies or something, <laughs> you can have a diamond made out of him. I didn't know so, yes. that. So we're so all body... pretty much diamonds. <laughs> under pressure, yes. Under pressure. <laughs> Otherwise just carbon. <laughs> okay. That's why we need to be put into pressure sometimes. Yeah. Need to grow. Yeah, no. Uh, I think like at the end of the day, if you think of the mechanics of the gut in that way, so we've got a nice lining of our gut wall, a mucal lining inside, which we need. And then we have obviously villi, which are kind of like brooms that sweeps all the um, waste through the bowel. And then we have most of our um, immune system lives in the lining of the gut. They say about 70%. And then inside the gut, we also have bacteria. So bacteria is very exciting because a human being is made of more bacteria than human cell. Yeah. So we need it. And in, in, a, in a time before we had technology and power and electricity, we used to spend a lot of time in nature, in soil, in bacteria. You know, they say children that grow up with pets 
have a higher immune system than children that did not. Yeah, so we need to be exposed to bacteria. And my hands don't get in the soil that often. I have a garden, but I'm not in it every day. Um, so there's a lot of reasons why nature naturally creates a healthy level of bacteria. And then we have a lifestyle where we have power now, so we use fridges, so we don't ferment as much of our foods. So we're not getting a ton of ferments or bacteria into the gut. Um, so obviously that gut microbiome is a huge part to play on our skin because if you come back out of the gut and come up to the anatomy of our skin, it also has layers. And the top layer is a fat, a lipid of oil called a barrier function. If that's not there, you will see blackheads and you get dry and you look older and pretty little fine wrinkles because you're actually losing all your natural moisture and you're not absorbing your vitamins. Um, and then you'll also see on top of that, you, you will have a natural microbiome on your skin. So that's why if you use products that are very scrubbing, stripping, the pH is too alkaline, whatever it is, you will see a lot of problems in the skin because it's not balanced. You need your body is intelligent. It has an ability to correct itself. It just needs the right environment. So I suppose the skin and the gut has to communicate. And this is new research that I think I've known forever because I've seen it as a clinician, but now science can back it up for me, <laughs> that when our brain is stressed um, or has negative thoughts, anxiety, things like this, overthinking, it releases inflammation. It says to the body, protect itself. So we know that that can mean that it's linked to our adrenal glands that live in our lower spine on top of our kidneys where our sex hormones are made and also regulated. Uh, it can produce more cortisol there, but also the inflammation, we have a reflex in our skin. So that's why you can see cystic acne, psoriasis, eczema all be a precursor from how the mind sees the world and also the gut because the gut and the mind are talking to each other every 30 seconds. Okay. Crazy. All right. There's a lot in there. <laughs> so <laughs> you got to interrupt me. You can't let no. me go. No, I love it. I love it. <laughs> I, I love when you get on a roll and then I just love listening to you so much. You, and you can't see me right now, but I just sit here and my eyes are just big and I just keep nodding my head. Okay. So let's take it back to what you said a couple of things. So around like what impacts our gut health. So if someone let's look at, uh, how someone knows that they might have some gut problems, skin being one of them, and we're, that's what we're mostly going to focus on, we'll dive into. But how do we know that we have a gut problem? What might be causing the gut problem? Uh, and then we'll look at how that shows up in like the skin and different types of um, issues and things that you mm. see. And then we'll look at, okay, well, then how do we go about healing the gut? So yeah. you mentioned... Great okay, we don't spend enough time outside in nature mm -hmm. around bacteria. So that's mm -hmm. one, is that one way that we're affecting our gut health and our immunity? Yeah. So even it could go, if you're not outside a lot, even think cleaning products, trying to get away from a lot of chemicals. Like I try and clean my house with white vinegar 
and bicarb soda. Like that, that's kind of the bicarb soda and vinegar is the bathroom, but I might do the floors with hot water and vinegar, some essential oils, just trying to reduce chemical load because they all reduce your microbiome. Okay. So to me, when you talk about this, I, I see two parts to it. I see an external environment factor. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the products that you're using, whether it's cleaning, the products that you're using on your skin, mm-hmm. um, your environment, like what's the lighting like? Is it natural? Is it stressful? And then mm-hmm. I see the internal part, which is an internal stressor. So mm-hmm you know, that the anxiety, the emotional stability stuff. So am mm-hmm. I hearing that correct? That there's like yeah. two kind of levers that are going to affect. Yeah. Because yeah. we're, we're ourselves, our body, our genes are always expressing to our environment, both internal and, ex, in, internal and external. So that's why you've always got to take both into consideration. Okay. So in our like external environment, we're looking at our products. We're looking at the actual like environment, enriching the environment, making sure that we're, uh, you know, not having a stressful environment. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then the internal stuff. So stress, like life, job, Mm -hmm. what we're experiencing at the moment with the rhythm of the world being Mm -hmm. disrupted, all of these Mm -hmm. things, they're going to impact our gut health. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Because of a beautiful hormone called cortisol, which is basically a stress hormone. So it tends to tell the body there's a war going on. So things shut down. Digestion literally shuts down down which means you can keep eating food but if you're assimilating into nutrition is questionable and usually it will show up on your skin Hmm. okay all right so this is the link this is the key Mm -hmm. it's the cortisol and then when we Mm -hmm. end up in this fight or flight or this stress response Mm -hmm. everything gets moved away to really essential things like our brain Mm -hmm. and our heart for us to survive so it's not the blood and we're not, it's not going to the digestive system. Yes. No. Okay. That's why I remember, <laughs> yeah, I remember um, in, I think it was my master's, we did this piece on, uh, they did studies. If someone was eating in a sympathetic state or a parasympathetic state, and they found mm. that people that were always eating in a sympathetic state, like rushing on the run, like, you know, the kids are yelling and screaming, the environment's really stressful. They eat really fast that they actually, mm-hmm. they could be eating enough and they could even be eating the right foods, but they mm-hmm. actually weren't absorbing the nutrients. 100%. Yeah. 100%. And we're all guilty of it. I yeah. was lecturing a client recently about um, she, she's having trouble with breaking down protein. I said, oh, could you do um, a stomach acid test for me, which is really easy to do. It's on my Instagram. You can see that it's just taking some bicarb soda on an empty stomach with water in the morning, put a stopwatch on for five minutes. You should burp. If you don't burp, your stomach acid is too low. Now, the next day, I haven't done this for ages. And the next day, I was like, oh, I should do it and see where mine. I failed. (laughs) I failed the test. And I was like, oh, shit. Okay. So I I now have added a couple things into my regime where I take two tablespoons of apple cider vinegar and some warm water down the hatch before I eat my meal. And I am focusing on chewing my food more because my body 
is not making enough stomach acid. And if you're not making enough stomach acid, you're not going to break down protein. <laughs> and if you're not going to break down protein, your collagen, your skin factory isn't going to be very healthy. So you need to make sure that you are assimilating food. And chewing is probably, we all know, is the first stage of digestion. So it is something I think we all struggle with. I struggle with it because I'm time poor. And I usually, like, I love my food, but I spend a bit of time preparing it and then by the time it's ready I'm like all right let's do this you know like let's, let's slow down slow down we all know it it's, it's easy to say so I purposely make sure my food especially it's coming into winter is more cooked um, and I have, I have a combination so my meal obviously is like got some cooked veggies but I'll also use some kind of like um, something blended with it so that might be like a kind of a dippy a beanie vegetable dip with herbs and then lots of olive oil so it's got like um, some things that are already pre-digested easier to break down and then leafy greens so it's it's not um hard yeah remember your stomach is a cooking pot so if you think of a bubbling cooking pot and you put like a raw sweet potato in it it's going to stop bubbling that's not good 80 percent of energy is digesting food assimilating food most of us have not enough energy to get through our day yeah. yeah so you don't want to be reducing the energy bottle bottle for what you want to be doing for fun and work and play and giving your time to people you want to be making sure your digestion is is thriving so easy ways to do that stomach acid there's a few things on my instagram but you can test it and you should be burping that five minutes if you're not doing stress you won't die, but there's heaps of natural tricks you can start working on. <laughs> okay, beautiful. I love that. All right, so we have our environment. Then we have, okay, how we're eating and what state we're in is really important. And mm -hmm. I'll put a link to your Instagram to do actually that test. I'm going to do it. Mm. <laughs> well, I think that I would fail a lot of the time. <laughs> All right, so then we're increasing our, we want to increase our stomach acid. We want mm -hmm. to make the food easily digestible. So actually mm -hmm. we're absorbing the nutrition mm -hmm. through it because that's coming back to our skin health. Yeah, mm -hmm. we're not absorbing the nutrition and the vitamins and the minerals that's going mm -hmm. to affect our skin. Mm -hmm. 100% because it affects our hormones and it affects every aspect of our body because our body makes a little bit of stuff but not a lot. You know, we can manufacture vitamin D, for example, from the sun, but how many of us expose our skin every day to sunlight? You know, everywhere, most countries have a little bit of winter and then in countries where they have darker skin and they're living where there's more sunlight, they have a lot of trouble manufacturing vitamin D because their skin doesn't allow it as much as uh, Anglo-Saxon skin. So it's always balanced. But yeah, so nutrition density is key. So if you think of your meals, getting away from processed, we all know this, I think, but it doesn't surprise me that even yesterday I was with a client, he's like, wheat fix is okay for you, right? <laughs> we, we talk all the time. Wheat, sugar, dairy is inflammatory. And that's not to talk about seed oils, you know. So inflammatory. But it's amazing how those, they're like, yeah, yeah, I don't eat them. But then wheat fix somehow crops up. And I, I, don't, I don't know. I think because we are a little bit brainwashed by um, marketing that, you know, 
in Australia, wheat bix is meant to be marketed as a healthy breakfast. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, it's wheat, which is genetically modified. It's probably got glyphosate in it. Uh, high in sugar once it hits your blood and you're going to probably put a whole lot of cow's milk on it which again is like sugar and hormones so great <laughs> great for acne <laughs> if you want this big acne it's a great recipe but beautiful and i want to i want to spend some time on this because uh, i wanted to talk to you about uh inflammation because mm. when you're seeing something come up in the skin so say i have like a little rash you know, on yeah. my skin or I have acne, mm-hmm. is that my body saying that there's something not quite right? I'm inflamed? Yeah, okay. 100%. Sorry. So there's different way your body said Chinese um, medicine have a really good thing called face mapping. And they show you different areas of the face. If you're getting pimples, um, what organ that could relate to as a weakness. It's pretty accurate. Um, I definitely use it every day. Um, but face mapping uh, is can go a lot further. So let's educate you a bit more about that because there's lots of diagrams on that. So you get a little bit of an idea. So for example, our cheeks are kind of our gut health. We're talking about our gut health. So if you're seeing a lot of pimples in that region, you know that, there's something going wrong down in the gut or the bowel. So how I tell it, if it's inflamed, now if it's red and it's cystic, which means it's rupturing at the base of the follicle, it's from the blood. If it's white and it's pustular, it's rupturing from the barrier function. Okay, so you might have a little bit of both going on, but you know the deeper ones are from the blood. So the inflammation markers have increased probably from antagonists of a stress hormone called cortisol and androgen, which is creating, releasing a bacteria in the bottom layer of the oil. And it's going on a feeding frenzy with any follicles that are weak or low in vitamin A, because our skin cells are predominantly made from that precious vitamin. And they're, and they're very low levels as we age because we expose our skin to artificial light, direct light, and pollution. Uh, so we need to learn how to prepare the skin by cleaning it correctly and feeding it nutrition so it can be more resilient to that environment, right? So if it's coming from the blood, we usually know we need to bring that down. So usually I use oral vitamin A. So beef liver is a really good one if you eat beef liver. Otherwise, we can obtain some vegan options. Um, and then we also want to be looking at anti-inflammatory markers. So I use things like cod liver oil, so certain types of EPA, DHA, different fish oils um, to kind of help with that. But you've also got to look at the diet. So it's usually some inflammatory foods that are going to be driving it. So they are going to come back to sugar, processed sugar, wheat, all wheat products, and dairy. Now, seed oils are also really inflammatory, so be aware of that. I even personally got rid of coconut oil for cooking and just really use olive now, and that made a whole lot of improvement in my skin. Mm. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking maybe I was indulging too much in coconut oil, but I'd, my genetics doesn't have any islander in my body, so no one down my bloodline used to use coconut oil, so I suppose. But vitamin E, more Mediterranean, I think, yeah, the, the olive is quite, um, yeah, if you get good quality, it's, it's definitely hard to go wrong with that one. Okay. So there's the two things you're looking at. You're looking at that deep cystic, the blood. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. then if it's say I got like a white pimple on Mm -hmm. my face, what's that from? Probably cleaning it wrong or using the wrong skincare. 
Okay. Another thing to know is milia. Do you know what a milia is? We, we've all had one. It's a pocket of oil trapped under dead skin. It's like these little white bumps and they're, they're hard and they can sit there for a long, long time and they grow and people get really annoyed by them. And it's usually because your, um, your body isn't processing. It's called fat malabsorption. You're not actually breaking down fats very well in your body. Same as blackheads. If you're getting this, your body's not detoxifying right. There is something wrong down in the gut. Hmm. Okay, so blackheads, like if you were to have a lot of blackheads on mm-hmm. like your nose, mm-hmm. you, there is something wrong with the gut. Like the body... The nutrition, body- nutrition. You're either putting the wrong food, food, fuel in the car or you're literally um, the manufacturing of that somewhere down in the chain isn't thriving. So we can also talk about bowel movements because that's a free test you get every day, hopefully, <laughs> to see what your um, what your stool looks like is telling you how that is working, how your whole digestion is assimilating. Okay. Do you want to talk about poo? Poo for the people? <laughs> Why not? We can touch on it. <laughs> so usually I ask clients this, do you have, because we should be having two bowel movements a day. Everyone should be having two bowel movements a day. And it ain't that, well, common. <laughs> a lot of people don't. And there are some really simple tips I can give you to help it if that's not the case. Um, holistically to start and then you might have to deep dive or if, if, if they don't work. So um, basically when a baby eats a meal, usually they remove their last meal within an hour. Um, I personally do that now. I never used to. I've definitely went through phases where it doesn't work. But there is some basic rules of health I was breaking when I wasn't happening. So that's the good news. It's not that hard to fix. Um, But you need to be removing it. Otherwise, it's fermenting inside your body. That's not good. That means your liver and your other detoxification organs are going to be jammed up as well. So we want to be having two healthy bowel movements a day. They should kind of be formed like a banana and they you shouldn't be able to tell too heavily what you've eaten they should be well broken down not too sticky um and not too loose and it should sink in the toilet bowl it shouldn't float so nice bananas and you should be having at least two a day if you eat two to three meals a day you should be having two bowel movements a day yeah and if uh say someone isn't uh Mm -hmm. why why and okay. what can they do? So I suppose there's, there's a few things because gut health is such a, there's so many things that could happen in there. But generally speaking, if it's too hard or you're not going regularly enough, what I encourage you to do is start the day with one to four cups of hot water to lubricate the bowel and rehydrate the body. So if you think of a washing machine, you jam that puppy to too many clothes in there and you wash your clothes, they're not clean. So I always say, don't jam it, you know, three quarters full. So often the bowel needs more lubrication. So it's just dehydrated and that's why it's not moving. So it's called gut motility. Another thing could be that there's not enough soluble fiber in the diet. So I like seed cycling. We've talked about this in our last podcast. Seed cycling is freshly ground seeds. They're such a great um, broom that sweeps the gut and helps to bulk up the stool and move it along i use aloe vera juice i find that really helpful for clients so if you are really struggling here um something i do is i encourage you if you you have like only one bowel movement a week let's say i'd say have 
one work on the more the four cups of warm water pure water don't chuck anything in it just pure water i don't want to get your liver moving or your digestive enzymes i'm just trying to rehydrate your body why warm or hot because your body inside is that so if you put tepid or room temperature in your body it's a shock to the system you want to have it already hot so it's the same temperature so the body knows oh great i can just send that here and here and here and rehydrate everything because when you sleep your body has detoxified it's healed the hormones are repaired so it's chronically dehydrated and the first thing in the morning are those first precious hours they're the ones when you're going to be able to use the water with abundance throughout the day we want to keep drinking water between meals not with meals because that weakens that beautiful stomach acid so we're wanting to really utilize that first thing in the morning i also can say every day if you're not having that regular stool have um, a third one three not a big cup a third of a cup of aloe vera juice and get a good quality one and that helps the gut motility and helps the mucus lining of the gut lining so it basically helps to push the stool out it's like a like a little greasing greasing it up a little bit to nice move it out and that also will help your digestion absorb nutrition um the last thing you could do there is add some beneficial bacteria um probiotics they're not created equal so make sure you're getting a practitioner advice for that one there is different strands different blends depending on how the stool works so if someone's got loose stool i can give them a special blend and that will tidy that up um so vice versa if they've got ibs or they've got irritable bowel what have you we've got special strands so that's a little bit more specific and you should work with your own practitioner for that one okay and the yeah. reason why we need to go to the bathroom twice a day is because if we don't it's fermenting and then does mm -hmm. this create then this the inflammation and we can't mm -hmm. detoxify so then you're mm -hmm. it in the skin yeah imagine your house and your toilet's blocked yeah. oh, great <laughs> Sh you know everywhere. <laughs> not really feeling like making a healthy nourishing food like it's not good and if that's also not even blocked but the smell is going through the house it's very toxic to be smelling that so we need to be eating nutrition but expelling waste <laughs> and if you're not doing that your skin will show in the forms of barrier impairment rashes we know that hypocrisy stated all disease begins in the gut so it's just a matter of time for what happens in your gut to be showing up on your skin. Now, aging, we haven't mentioned, but aging will um, accelerate if you have not a healthy gut. Because if you don't have a healthy gut, your body isn't making nutrition, so your hormones are out, and then it goes on and on. So um, to try and make it more simple, if you're not having healthy bowel movements, you, you want to start there. Yeah, that's where you want to be doing some detective work there. Okay. So say, uh, you know, you can't, you see someone in the clinic or say I'm experiencing, you know, there's a lot of like maybe gas or bloating, or I'm not going to the bathroom twice a day, or maybe I'm getting some stuff happening with my skin. You would start with, with that, with the bowels and looking mm. at what's going on there. Um, I would start with topical because that's okay. going to make you more excited because it's going to see results quicker. <laughs> Um, so that will make you like, oh yeah, I'm going to now do what she says on the insides because lifestyle changes, you've got to want it. 
you can't force someone to do anything with their lifestyle. Um, so I can educate you and plant that seed and then it's up to you if you want to take it on or not. Um, but with skin, I, I will start topical and educate you as I go because that is where if I can correct your physical barrier and I can start getting nutrition straight into the skin, it's going to be more bulletproof to whatever is happening inside our body. Okay. So you start at the skin and you want to start strengthening that. Um, mm. And then that looks different depending on what's going on, like what you're mm. seeing in the skin. Yes. Mm. It's a it's a free test. Like that's the best thing about it. Like I have a couple of thousand people I program for and I don't even get to see these guys regularly. And I just see photos of their skin. So they're getting very good at taking selfies um, and sending them through. And through that, I, it's like I know I can tell if they've been having wine or they've been putting weed into their body or if their bowels aren't moving properly. And I'll come back with some specific questions and they're like, hmm. You know, like they, <laughs> they're like, hmm. I, yeah, okay. And now uh, the well-trained ones, they just don't even hide it now. They just will actually tell me in the photo what they've done wrong. Because they know I'm going to come back with, okay, we need to look at this and that. And just so you know, this is why this happens. And, and that's the why. If I know the why personally, I'm more inspired to get up earlier in the morning and start my warm water, use my probiotics and aloe vera, just to know that my gut is getting the best chance. I want to evacuate the bowel before I start my exercise. And, and now my body is, is kind of, uh, you know, it's, it's, if the bowel has to empty. You can't constantly be fermenting waste in there and think you're going to have beautiful young skin because if all disease begins in the gut, wouldn't you want to maximize its health? Yeah. Yes. And I think often when people think about skin, they, they wouldn't connect the gut straight away. Mm -hmm. they would and another thing is like, I was talking to my electrician recently and he was saying like, I, I don't want to always have to live so strictly. And he's the client. And I said, I get it. But the symptoms, you shouldn't have such big flare ups if you had a good mechanics. Yeah. So the, the flare ups he was explaining to me, yeah, you should have like a little bit 80, 20, you should be able to have a little bit of fun and not see a crazy, um, explosion on your face or your back um but if you do maybe that is so toxic for you what you're putting in your body your body just can't handle it as well so it depends what we're talking about but in his case i felt like no we there's something else going on so we need to get put the detective hat back on and, and dive deeper into correcting the mechanics of it so there's mechanics and then there's lifestyle so most of us want to have a little bit of fun and that's totally cool. But you, if you want to have a little bit of fun, like 20% of the time, you need to make sure your mechanics good if you want to have maintain a beautiful, healthy skin. Okay. So first we fix the mechanics. Like we mm -hmm. figure out what's actually going on. If, mm -hmm. you know, if the gut's not healthy, we're trying to cultivate a healthy gut. Yeah. We don't want any leakages. We don't want any mm -hmm. gut symptoms. We're cultivating mm -hmm. healthy bowels. Like we're getting that mm -hmm. working, the mechanics mm -hmm. of it. Mm -hmm. And then, but to do that, we may need to reduce inflammatory foods and say yes. no to certain things. And, but and I, maybe also think of what you have to increase. Cause yes. I think like, instead of taking away, I think of like what I can add in. So it's kind of like, okay, I want to add in more 
cooked vegetables in a variety of color. I want to put in more olive oil into my meals. I want to put more seed cycling, freshly ground seeds into my cooking. Uh, I want to put more organic protein options. Um, if I'm going to eat a plant-based diet, which I predominantly try and follow, I'm going to prepare my legumes better. I'm going to soak them. I'm going to pressure cook them so they've got less um, irritants, easier to digest, more nourishing. So I'm going to focus on more density, making my food really tasty, lots of herbs, lots of um, Celtic salt, things like that. Make it really flavoursome so you don't feel like you're missing out yeah and if you're craving things you need to deep dive into why you're craving it if it's sugar magnesium deficiency you know if a lot of us don't have enough bitter foods in our diet so it doesn't get our digestive enzymes working so you can try the apple cider vinegar and a little bit of swedish bitters in there as well and the bitters will really get your pancreas and everything making those beautiful digestive enzymes um even things like Learn about your history. Like, do you have a gallbladder? A lot of people don't. It's a, it's a really popular thing to remove. And if you don't, you need to know, well, then it's gonna, you're going to have more milia on your skin and blackheads because your body can't break down fats. So you need to maybe introduce some bile salts or some, some systems that are going to help break down fats. You know, so there's a reason why we have a digestive system. Every organ's precious and everyone has a purpose. Um, but what we're just trying to, this podcast is more just to motivate you to put your detective hat back on if this is happening and recognize that there is simple lifestyle things you can um, switch. You can swap one bad habit for a good one and it doesn't have to be overnight. It can just be taking one at a time and practicing it. And it's not about perfection, it's just practice. Practice, practice, practice. I got my first ever tuck handstand yesterday <gasps> and I've been practicing that for quite some time. And you know what I mean? Like it, when it happened, I was like, hmm, okay, let's try that again. And, you know, and, and, and today I've got training with my little 10-year-old gymnastic partner who is my current training partner. And, and she was like shocked that I did it, but today we'll see if I can do it again. I don't know. So it's just get back on that horse and keep practicing. I love that. Um, Tuck handstand. Yay. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, my battery's low. Um, okay, so if you could give a couple of tips for the people to walk away today, uh, what would you give? Say like three things that they could do. Say if they're experiencing some gut symptoms or they're, they're having flare-ups in their skin, mm-hmm. what would they do? I think topically you want to address if you're using anything that's stripping off your natural oils. So a pre-cleansing oil would really help with that and also addressing the skincare. Um, So obviously um, I've spoken, I really like the brand Environ. If you can get access to it, it's a very um, vitamin-based, quite gentle um, option. So the, the topical is a big one. Internal, obviously with the gut inflammatory foods, which we've spoken about, and then making sure that you're having healthy stool, at least two bowel moves a day. And if you're not, work towards that. Yeah. And then a third one, hmm. I think a third one would have to be warm water. Um, hydration, most of us are quite dehydrated. So really just focusing on, especially first thing in the morning, which is when your body's going to really want and be able to use, utilize that water more efficiently. Okay. Beautiful. I love that. There's a lot in that again, and I love it. Yeah. (laughs) 
and I, we're going to finish with five questions that I have okay. for you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Why do you train? Um, for me, there's probably three answers to that, but um, a combination of I want to age gracefully and healthily. So training is very important for all of that. <laughs> um, but also mental health. It keeps me really happy and I think it makes a lot of happy hormones. And then I think it's just the play aspect. It's the part of my lifestyle that allows me to play because everything else is more, it's not serious, but it's study and it's giving my my love and my passion to other people. So that's where I really play, laugh, have fun. I love that. Okay. You have a billboard in Times Square. It's going to stay there permanently. What does it say on it? Ooh. Oh, that's the hardest one ever. I've heard this question asked before and I'd be like, I have no idea. I would never get asked that question. <laughs> All right. I, honestly, like, I don't know. I think maybe like ask why. You know what I mean? Like don't just believe what someone tells you, even me. Like I'm... I like to research and I like to deep dive into my subject, but whatever someone is going to present to you, please ask why. I love that. I love that. Ask why. Get curious. Yeah. Like be your own detective. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we should do anything just because everyone else is doing it. I think we're unique. We're special. We're made with purpose with all very different gifts. So yeah, I think it's important to know if you're putting anything into your body or if you're asked to behave in a certain way or do anything, you should be able to be, it should make sense to you. Yeah. It shouldn't, it shouldn't be like, Oh, I've just been doing that for five years. So I just assumed because that person said, and they're qualified, I should do it. Yeah. I love that. That's probably been one of my favorite answers for that question. <laughs> Uh, what do you like that no one else really likes? Uh-huh. I have so many things. <laughs> uh, my clients always tell me, like, if you like it, oh, that doesn't mean much. Because um, I my taste buds are so um, health-orientated and less, less stimulated. I don't put any, anything chemical or processed into my body in so many years. Um, okay. I don't know. I, 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 think, I think I probably like food that isn't too restauranty. Like I like it to be as healthy as possible. So I'm happy if it's not as like perfectly in flavor. There's days where I make flukes where I'm like, wow, it's a really good one. But yeah, if it's, I'm more interested if it's, it's, it's going to taste good, but not like, um, I'm more care about the health angle. Yeah. 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 You're looking at the, uh, the, the pieces underneath. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, you know, like when I studied herbal medicine, it was kind of like, I, my taste buds kind of died because I used to try the most disgusting blends that I used to try and practice on myself. And so I suppose like, I kind of care about more um, longevity and, and I think food should taste good hundred percent, but I, I probably like would do things just cause it's healthy. Yeah. yeah. I love that. <laughs> okay. Two more. So do you have a, a top three books? Books? Mm. Um, yes. 
but they're not super. Uh, one's called The Desire of Ages, which I read once a year. I'm reading it at the moment by an author called Alan G. White. Um, it teaches me about everything from spiritual to health to just being an amazing human being. Um, second one, woo. Um, I don't, I do learn a lot through um, podcasts and research. So they're not necessarily books, but I'll have subjects maybe. So at the moment, a big subject for me is, um, well, lately I have been studying the gut again and because I've been fixing a lot of issues with inflamed, really inflamed uh, acne on the body, which is often related to the adrenal glands, stress response. So adaptogenic herbs and things like that is something I've been researching. And a third one, oh, I think, man, it's a hard question because my subject matters can diversify so much. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm always going back to chemistry. So I've got a chemistry book I'm, I'm going through at the moment. So maybe that okay. one. Beautiful. And last one, what three things would you like to be remembered for? Oh, well, I like to think that we all are born with a purpose and mine is definitely in trying to make people healthy and happier and live a longer life, hopefully. So um, I always think like the footprint you leave behind, you just wanting to make sure you're enriching other people's lives. Yeah. And you do, you enrich their lives and you enrich their gut and you enrich their <laughs> skin. <laughs> And I want to thank you so much for creating the space again to share uh, your knowledge, you, your, the depth of knowledge, the container of knowledge and love and care that you have is just, yeah, it's so deep. So thank you. Thank you for showing up. And thank you for having me. Yeah. About how to have a healthier gut, healthier poos. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we can have healthier skin. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's got to come out. You can't keep it in there. <laughs> Actually, it was kind of funny the other day. I had a client, so we did what's called a gut flush, and this is another little trick you can try, um, especially depending if you've got the right probiotic. But you can do a probiotic flush where you go one to six and then back down the period to one, and it basically pushes so much beneficial bacteria into the gut because if you think of your gut, if it gets spaces of bad bugs, you can crowd them out with beneficial and, and that can kill them off. So I always think of like car spaces. You don't want too many spaces in the car park with the gut. You want them all full. So you do a gut flush and that can really make someone go from having to two, having two healthy bowel movements a day and absorbing more nutrition. And she was like, now that it's two a day, it's just inconvenient because I don't <laughs> like to go to the bathroom anywhere but my house. And I was like, I don't care. Like that's, we can't go back now. You've got to <laughs> This is the way forward. And she was joking, but she was kind of serious as well. Yeah. But it is true. Like, it's weird taboo that people don't like to eliminate their waste. They want to keep it all inside. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but yeah, it the is. skin will show. The skin won't <laughs> like it. You'll get a lot of um, inflammatory skin conditions if you keep doing that. Yeah. <laughs> so let it out. Be a two-poo-a-day person. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Kat, you're a wizard. You're a skin wizard. Yeah. Thank you. Thank, Thank you for sharing your knowledge. No, it's my pleasure. I hope it helps, guys. If you have any questions, you can connect with me on Instagram at Amy Kate Bow. I also write a daily blog 
you can sign up on my website, amykatebow.com. Thank you for making the space to listen today. Remember, take the long way home. Bye for now.